Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, Kiferante here. What is going on? Wanted to chat with you for a couple minutes about how we're supposed to respond in this season of turbulence in the earth. This is super important for prophetic people, for people that hear God, people that are sensitive to God, to have an understanding of how to navigate things that are coming at them. It's really important for us to be paying attention to what we're watching on Instagram and Facebook, social media, what we're watching on TV. There's some big things for us to be praying into as prophetic people. Prophetic people are people of prayer. They see things and then they, their goal is to go higher to see what God says about something. It talks about it in Daniel chapter 7 that the ancient of days set up his throne, but the enemy was boasting. The enemy was boasting. He was boasting, boasting, boasting until the fire came from the throne and burned him up. And we need to have a understanding of the that continuation we need to be able to go get when, uh, the continuation. When we see the enemy boasting, when we see the enemy raising its head, when we see the enemy releasing fear and worry, we need to go beyond that because that is we're seeing something. We might it might be the world, the the, the false prophets of the world, the, the sometimes media and people that are prophesying doom and gloom and fear and worry and ter- and you know like just. Except even giving a platform for terrorism and for wars and for murders, like we need to recognize those are false prophets. Those are prophets trying to prophesy doom and destruction and fear to you. And as a believer, the kingdom of God, I love Daniel chapter seven, uh, time come for the saints uh, in, in Daniel seven, as I watched the horn was waging war against the holy people and defeating them. So the Ancient of Days came and announced judgment in favor of the holy people of the Most High. And the time came when they possessed the kingdom. (coughs) There's always a until. For us as believers, there's always an until. Until the Lord. The court will sit and his power will be taken away. Verses 26, and completely destroyed forever. Then the sovereignty, power, and greatness of all the kingdoms under heaven will be handed over to the holy people of the Most High. Everything under under heaven will be handed to us. We need to live with that expectation in this season of life. His kingdom will be an everlasting kingdom and all rulers will worship and obey him. Guys, we are a part of the winning team. The enemy comes, he boasts, he threatens, he shows what he's doing, he wants to kill, steal, and destroy. But, we got to remember the but, John 10. 10, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But, I have come that you might have life in that to full abundance, to the abundance. Woo, we got to live in the abundance type. If we live in the kill, steal, and destroy, we weary. If that's all we see and we don't go past it, we weary. If that's all we're watching, we weary. Guys, I can sometimes get weary in my heart because I see, you know, it might, might even be a 10-second clip sometimes that's flying by on Instagram. I happen to be scrolling just randomly, and all of a sudden there's a... a Five seconds that I give myself to something. Not even just like, oh, what is this? And I remember last week, somebody, some random person, just on the feed there saying, 
This certainly is a sign of the end times. And I mean, whenever you hear that language, you, you know what you, you know is coming out of that language? Fear. It's like, oh my word, the world is getting bad. Just get us out of here. It's the end. It's the end. No. This, that is not how things are going to end. The kingdoms of this world will become the kingdoms of our God and he will reign. The time will come when the saints will apprehend the kingdom. Woo! You got to get excited about this, guys. You got to get excited. Just trying to find a passage here. But there is, okay, there's the parable of the, of the sower. Okay, here, maybe I'm not finding it right, right away. I had it just a second ago. I had it literally opened up. Now I've lost it. But you guys can look it up. The parable of the sower. So they sow four different kinds of seeds. Three of the four don't actually become something potent and powerful. Only one of them does. The One of the seeds is stolen. Let me just, let me just uh, help you with this. Uh, I'll just paraphrase it since I am still searching for it. Don't you love it when you're searching, 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 and you cannot find that passage, the very passage that is just right there, right in front of your eyes, but it just will not show up at, at the time that you want it to show up. Okay. Um, there is a seed that people receive with joy, but it says the worries of this life, the cares, the, you know, the desires for pleasure and riches come and steal it away. One of the translations says the worry of the world comes and steals away the kingdom seed so that it does not bear fruit. What is the kingdom? It's that place of, oh my word, I'm accepted and loved, protected, seated above, healed, whole. I'm righteous. The kingdom of God is righteous, peace, and joy. I am the kingdom seed. I, I am full of God's acceptance and he's pleased with me. He's got me. He is, I am his child. And because of that, there's peace. Woo! The peace of God, which passes all understanding. I give you peace not as the peace of the world. It's like the, the kingdom gives us a peace that is not of this world. What is the kingdom? It's, it's, it's the king. It's him. It's him. It's his kingdom. The, the enemy wants to seal, to steal that kingdom sense of conquering, sense of power. The kingdom of God is not talk, but power. The enemy wants to steal the acceleration, the advancement mindset that the saints have by getting us full of worry, getting us full of fear, getting us to lose joy. And how do you lose joy? You lose peace. How do you lose peace? You start focusing on the wars, the battles, the conquest. Now, sometimes, guys, we can, we can get some news fed to us from the world. And we immediately go into prayer. Oh, God, pray for peace for this place. I pray. Like, guys, my heart, I mean, I, I, I pray, you know, I pray for different countries. And, and I do some studying up on them. I prophesy and I study. And sometimes as I study, my heart just starts getting heavy. Because I'm seeing they were pillaged. This many were murdered. This, they were taken advantage of. This catastrophe happened. And my heart begins to cry out and groan. And you know what? I, there's a place where we can see the wall, like Nehemiah, he needed to go assess the walls were broken down. But you can't live there. You can't live in, oh my word, the walls are broken down. The enemy is, has you know, destroyed things. He's de destroyed the protection. He's destroyed the city. He's destroyed. Because if you live there and just in the disrepair, you will not have hope. You will not have joy. 
And the enemy wants to steal the kingdom seed of God's acceptance over you, of, of you, that you're his son, his daughter, and that you're advancing and that you're winning. So as prophetic people, when we send stuff and when we see stuff and when we feel stuff, we got to make sure that the, the worry of the world does not come in. And I felt it come in. It starts weighing down my heart. It's interesting that it puts that, that same, that same, um, uh, it puts that right alongside of the pleasures of this world come and steal. It puts the worry of the world, the worry in another translation says the worries of this life. Here's that passage in Matthew chapter 13. Um, the seed fell among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word, but the worries of this life or the worries of the world. And the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, making it unfruitful. It puts the worry of the world alongside of the deceitfulness of wealth. I think that's interesting. Like, oh man, I got to get ahead. I got to get ahead. The wealth is going to be my answer. Wealth is going to be my protection. I got to move forward. I got to move forward. Now, God wants to bless us. He wants every one of us to be blessed. Scripture says he wants to bless us with good things, all good things. All good things are his. You know, uh, 2 Corinthians 3, 21, 3, 2, 1 says, all things are yours. Everything is yours. God wants to bless you. He just wants your focus to be on the king, not on the wealth and not on the worries. Oh, my word. The world is winning. The enemy's winning. Then I lose my peace. Then I lose my joy. And the joy, he sets you above your companions by anointing you with the oil of joy. The joy is a promoter. It's what advances you. And when you lose joy, you lose promotion, advancement, favor, increase. Jesus, God anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit. And God anointed Jesus with joy more than all his companions. Hebrews, I believe it's Hebrews chapter 2 says. Jesus was the happiest person on the planet and it caused him to have great favor. He grew in favor with God and man. He was exalted to the highest place because he humbled himself to the lowest place. And death on a cross, Philippians says. Jesus is for you. He is with you. He is in you. He has set you up for success. He has defeated the devil. He's taken off the feet. He's taken off the arms. He's disarmed the principalities and powers, Colossians 2. He's shut the mouth, Colossians 1. You are free of accusation, the accuser, and blameless if you continue in the faith. You're free of every work of the enemy. You're victorious. You're set up for victory. The only way you can lose is if you begin to worry about the world. And you get so focused on the wealth. You're not supposed to be focused on wealth. You're supposed to be focused on his kingdom, and he will add wealth. Kingdom, bringing heaven to earth, destroying the works of the devil, advancing Christ. What is the kingdom? What's the kingdom? I was looking at this the other day. I was looking at this the other day in Ephesians. As long as I got to find Ephesians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. There it is, Ephesians. Ephesians 4.11. Why did God give him, give the apostles? And Christ gave the apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith. What's the faith? Jesus did it all. He defeated the devil. He's got the keys of death and hell now in his hands. Woo, I'm talking myself happy. This podcast is for me. This YouTube is for me. And in the knowledge of the Son of God, until we, this, this is the purpose of the fivefold, until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God, until we all know Jesus, 
Not just, oh, yeah, every, everybody knows that. I mean, most people in the world have heard the name of Jesus maybe once. I know there's people that haven't. But a lot of people have. Many, many, many people have. So it's more than that. Until we reach the knowledge of the Son of God, no, knowledge, knowing, intimacy, like husband and wife, intimacy, like the knowing of the, of, until we know Christ, the intimacy, I know you, I know your power. Do we reach unity in the faith and knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to a whole measure of the fullness of Christ? All three of those things that God has raised up the fivefold for are all about Christ. The fullness of the faith, the unity of the faith, the knowledge of the Son of God, and the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. What does Christ mean? King! Woo! Anointed King! The kingdom! The King of the kingdom! Until we know the fullness of the King. Oh, I love that so much. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you so much, Jesus. Go back to Ephesians 1. You'll see this. I keep asking the Lord. Paul's praying the apostolic prayer. I keep asking the God of our Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus is his first name. Christ means his job description. Anointed king. Jesus, the anointed king. I keep asking God. God of our Lord. This is interesting. Lord. He's my Lord, Jesus, it's the name of the individual, Yeshua, Christ, anointed king. Lord, Jesus, anointed king. The glorious Father, it's who may give you the spirit. That's five descriptions of God. Lord, Jesus, Christ, well, maybe six. Glorious, Father, Spirit, and then it keeps going. Six, seven, eight of wisdom and revelation. Eight descriptions of, of God. Eight attributes of Christ right there. It's so amazing. I, I'm asking the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so you may know him better. That's the whole goal, to know him. You can get a spirit of wisdom to know him. How can you come to the fullness of Christ until you know him? How can we become attained to the the uh, you know the unity of the faith until we know him how can we how can we become mature taking out the enemy where the enemy's running fleeing where we are conquering where we are living in the abundance of life the devil come to steal kill and destroy I've come to give you life I called the keys of death and hell Jesus took the keys of death the devil comes to steal kill and destroy Jesus took those keys say so you don't have the power anymore devil woo now we got the power. Because Christ is in us. I've got the power. I've got the power. Remember that? In order that you may know the hope in which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints. You have the inheritance in you. Guys, well, what about the millions of people that are having to flee from the Ukraine, having to flee from you know, over in the Middle East, Gaza or Israel, wherever, like move from place to place, getting killed, getting destroyed, the enemy. And there's so many other countries, guys. There's, there's, there's a place in Africa right now. There's, there's, there's a lot of destruction in America. There's a lot of destruction happening all over the world. The enemy's trying to kill, still, and destroy, and it's illegal. And we have to fix our eyes on the kingdom of God in Christ, who's the king. He defeated the devil. He's the anointed king. Antichrist spirit is already coming to the earth. The scripture says, what's antichrist? Anti-anointing. The devil 
want you to feel like Christ is not anointed. He don't got the power. Is it the anointing that breaks the yoke? Luke chapter 10. He is uh, the the, uh, the yoke will be broken from your shoulders because of the anointing. Another tr- passage says, because you've grown so fat. Fat, anointing, those are uh, simultaneous. You get so fat in God. You, you're so full of the Holy Spirit. Oh, I love you, Jesus. Oh, you're so good. You're so focused on worship. And he's the king. What's worship? It's amplifying God's victory. It's just getting caught up into Christ. And as you focus on him, oh, you're so amazing. Guys, you have to worship. You have to worship to the measure that you see catastrophe. Because the measure you see problems in the world, if your worship is not greater, you cannot afford to watch those things. You cannot afford to pray until you can get to a level of God's goodness and his victory over the problem that you're looking at in a nation, in your nation, in another nation, in your job, in your finances, in your family, in a lost loved one. Until you've got, If you have a problem in front of you, you got to worship, worship, worship. 2 Chronicles 20, 20, they began to praise as their enemy came at them. The enemy's coming at you. Come at I want to kill you. I want to kill you. You got to praise. Is what you start doing. You amplify. You lift up Christ's victory over that illegal entry of the enemy coming towards you. And what happens? 2 Chronicles 20, what happens? They begin to praise in halal style. They begin to jump around, dance around, celebrate, go crazy. You're the king. You're Jehovah. You're God. You're my God. You are victorious. And as they did, God said ambushes. He caused the enemy to just to get in confusion and kill each other off. Second Corinthians 20. Confusion. They ambushed each other. Confusion. Instead of the confusion upon us, it's confusion goes on the enemy when you worship and clarity comes on you. And all of a sudden the enemy's defeated. This is the year of worship. Worship. Worship will go to the forefront. And then prophetic declarations and prayer will come alongside of it. But your prayer has got to be rooted in the victory of Jesus. Who his name is above every name. The enemies want to champion his name. Terrorism, fear, disease, destruction, abortion, loss of life, divorce, fear. He wants to champion his name, new age, witchcraft. Champion, those are names. He wants you to be like, and guys, I got to admit, I have to wrestle through those, not getting afraid. Sometimes I hear those things, see those things. I, ah, it hits me. And I have to be, realize, oh, Jesus, you're the king. You're the king. You're the king. The anointed king who's conquered all works of darkness. We got to focus on your victory, Jesus. I don't care if I see millions fleeing. I don't care. A thousand might fall to my right, 10,000 might left, but I will not be touched because I'm under the shadow of the Almighty because the tent of the Lord is my covering. Psalms 91. I will fear no terror of night nor the arrow that flies by day. Doesn't mean we don't get our hearts connected. Guys, my heart wrenches for the problems of the world and I pray and I intercede. But then I, the Lord has to remind me, Keith, step into the joy. My, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. You're getting heavy. You're starting to lose your joy. You start, guys, it's hard. It is hard for me as I pray through this country. Then this, I've been praying through Europe. This country has been pillaged by this country. And then this country was pillaged by this country. And this, this genocided that country. And this, and I, ah, my heart's heavy. I'm grieving. I'm like, oh, my word was... 
And I, I got to get above. What's your word? What are you saying about that? Oh, mighty leaders are going to come out of that country. Mighty restoration is going to come out of that country. Great revival, great awakening, awakening. The Russia, the nation of awakening, the greatest awakening this world has ever seen coming out of Russia. Thank you, Jesus. Woo! Thank you, Father, for Ukraine. Even though the enemy tried to destroy it, the Ukraine is the people of restoration. They're the restorers. They're not just getting restored themselves. They're going to restore other nations. Praise you, Lord. I got to come up higher. Israel, the place of peace, the God of peace crushes uh, Satan under your feet. I claim peace over you. Every country. Because the enemy is at war against one another. So I'm neither for one country and against another country. Do I hate when people are bullying other people? 100%. Do I hate it when they're killing other people? 100%. It's not right. But at the end of the day, the enemy loves no matter who gets killed. He just loves that everybody gets killed. So my heart is, Jesus, somehow, let your, you know, your rulership come to the earth. And I got to keep seeing him. That's why I got to keep getting the apostles. The, the prophets have got to partner with the apostles. The prophets who see a lot of stuff and pray and see where things are out and what the enemy's doing. And they got to go higher to see what God's doing. But they also got to stay Founded on the apostolic foundations, or else they will lose their joy, they'll lose their peace, they'll lose their authority. They'll prophesy negativity, they'll prophesy fear, they'll release doom. I so love the prophets that I would hear. I remember Kim Clement, what other people would say, oh, drought, drought's coming to California because God has judged California. And he, Kim would say, oh, others say drought's coming, but I say rain's coming. And, and he would have a revelation on why. And the Lord says this, and I'd be like, praise the Lord, hope. There's hope for California because I was learning how to be a prophet of hope and joy because all I was hearing was negativity, near negativity. God hates the, the wickedness of California. God hates it. And so I needed to be reminded God, the California is the glory state. It's the state where the glory of the Lord, God's flipping California from Isaiah 6, 9 to Isaiah 9, 6. Now I have some words the Lord showed me. He's flipping California. His kingdom will come through California. It will go through Texas. It will touch the nation. And God will raise up a powerful governmental people and he will have his America because it is his land of freedom. He destined it for freedom. Woo, come on guys. What are you prophesying today? How are you getting hope? I release some hope over you right now in the name of Jesus. Be a prophetic voice that brings the hope of God everywhere you go. This is the time where the kingdoms of this world will become the kingdoms of our God and we will reign. I'm looking for some kingdom saints that are lathered under the hope of heaven to champion this message. You first prophesy it, then it becomes a reality. So man, I love you guys. Have an amazing day. Be filled with hope. Share with people about this YouTube and not this podcast if it's an encouragement to you. I'd love to hear from you guys. Have an amazing day. We'll talk to you guys again soon.